Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Rivers Casino. And it is Eagles Niners again. Biggest game of the week in the NFL. And this is actually four straight years the Eagles are playing the Niners. So we got to get the guy on every single year. The man from San Francisco, the former Niners coach, of course, Steve Mariucci. You can see him on NFL Network this Sunday, 9 a.m. Game day mornings. Good to be with you again, Mooch. So, John, so I coached six years for the Niners. So I'm the man from San Francisco, huh? The When I say the, well, no, 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 not just the man, the man. The man. You know where I'm from? You said from, you know, Michigan, it's got the mitt, right? You know, that Detroit's down here and this is the, the lower peninsula. And then you got the, the Mackinac Bridge. Well, I'm from the upper peninsula of Michigan. I'm from way in the heck up here. You take a left and go 200 miles west from the, from the Mackinac Bridge. And I'm over there in Iron Mountain, Michigan. That's where I'm from. Hey, this is a great geography lesson. I didn't know we were going to get that. <laughs> Being to educate around here. Oh, you are educating. And and what do you think of this matchup, Mooch? I mean, the, oh, Eagles, the Eagles are the game of the week every week, and now it is the rematch of the NFC title game. You know, I think most of us, if, unless you're Michael Irvin or a Cowboy fan, you 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 knew that this game when you when you got the schedule right, you circled and went, "Oh boy, here we go. That's going to be the thrill in Manila right there." <laughs> and um, and here it is. It is number one and number two seeds. I thought they'd be the best teams returning. And and because uh, when you go to a Super Bowl, you either get better or you get worse. You know, sometimes you lose coaches. Sometimes you lose your, some players, at free agents that you can't keep because of money. But uh, gosh, the Eagles maintained an excellent football roster and and uh, doing it, doing some good job with that staff. Um you know, after losing coaches and and uh, drafted well again, how he does a good job, man, with that roster. So you just knew that they would be contenders again as as long as Jalen Hurts is healthy. And then uh, the Niners, gosh, you know, who knows what would have happened if the UCL kind of thing didn't happen in the first drive last year. Who knows? Their roster is tremendous as well. So here we go. Uh, let's tee it up. And let's find out who the best team in the NFC is. Okay, so what about NFL? Are these the two best teams in the NFL? Yeah, they might be. Um, no disrespect to the Chiefs because they are the champs and they are reigning champs. Nobody's dethroned them just yet, but I'm not sure Andy's team is playing quite as well as they have in the past. They're, they're better on defense with Steve Spagnuolo's defense, but their offense Gosh, they've been losing so many receivers every year. And Patrick Mahomes, John, I went to their training camp, and, uh, you know, they still have Mahomes, and they still have Kelsey, and they still have a good offensive line. They still have Andy, and, you know, but 
But when you play musical chairs with the receivers like they've been doing just about every year, he took the receivers to his house, well, down there in Texas somewhere in the summer for six weeks. So that's great. I mean, wow, you try to outwork everybody. He goes, eh, we play a little golf too here and there. But he knew he's no, he's no dodo. He knew that they needed some extra time before training camp to rhythm up because they, they're still looking for that receiving core to, to uh, make up for some lost time. They know We know they have Kelsey. Uh, Rasheed Rice is starting to come along. But gosh, the other guys still have to figure it out, you know, get better uh, if they want to be as explosive as they used to be. And then the bills are not the same. They're all banged up. What a great game. What a, that was the best game of the year. Eagles bills. Right. Um, but they're banged up on defense and uh, they're just a good team, but who thought they'd be six and six right now. And yeah. so uh, Jags are going to be all right. But yeah. So to answer your question, Eagles and Niners, I think are the two best teams. Yeah. So when you look at the schedule, okay, at the beginning of the year, wow, I mean, this gauntlet that the Eagles are in, they beat the Cowboys, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Bills, but Mooch, that was an emotional overtime game, Eagles-Bills, and and the defense was out there for 95 snaps or something. So here you have a Niners team. Now, they have to travel across the country, but they're well-rested coming off that Thanksgiving Day game. So that's 10 days. Eagles have some injuries. Eagles, big emotional wins. Do you see any advantage there? Well, thank God they're at home for the Eagles, right? Um, yeah, Niners have to travel, but they uh, but they had the extra couple of days to rest up. Is Lane Johnson going to play or what? What's what's going yes, on? Yes, sir. He says he told us he's going to play. That's big because you know I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy named Bosa, but they you know the Niners have a guy that hits quarterbacks for lunch, all right, and and so then they just signed Chase Young. I mean, like what a great get that was. Um, you know, so they're pretty legit on defense, like number one. And so um, they need Lane Johnson to be back. And and uh, and Jalen's got to do his thing, his magic. I mean, it's amazing. It amazes me what he does. Um, we were having a discussion on game day morning, uh, the show that I do on Sunday mornings about the two, Josh Allen and, uh, and Jalen, and, and about, the, you know, really they're the ultimate dual threat quarterbacks, aren't they? And um who would rush for more yards. I thought maybe Josh Allen would, because I said, you know, Jalen's got a little knee and he might, you know, I don't know. He might need to protect that darn thing for the long run here. No more buys. Right. I mean, he's got to get ready to go and stay healthy and kind of, kind of protected a little bit. What does he do? He runs it in on quarterback draw to win the game in overtime. How about Kelsey pulling and kicking out the defensive end? (laughs) They get a lot of that guy, don't they? So 36 years old. Yeah, I know. He he must like get up in the morning like, oh, okay, I gotta brush my teeth now. But by the time practice comes along, man, he's wired and again, he's he's really something. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. I heard you say that. So so let oh, me I ask you so. if if we could break down a couple positions here. If I were asking you, you gotta go play a game. Are you taking the Eagles offense or the 49ers offense? Who would you line up with? Who's got the better offense? Mm-hmm. who would I take or who would I want to coach or who would I w- want to be a you, part of or you got to win a game you got to win a game one of those offenses which one you're picking who has the better offense gosh um you know Dallas Goddard's out right yep, most likely yep he didn't practice and they got a guy named Kittle over there that's uh mm-hmm. you know pretty salty those Iowa tight ends. I don't know what's in the water over there, but they got a lot of Iowa tight ends in this league, huh? <laughs> and um, 
You know, both receiving cores are are, are great. Uh, you talk about with AJ and Devontae Smith, and then but Debo Samuel, you know, they missed him when he was gone. They lost. When he's there, they win. And then Brandon Ayuk, he's like Rodney Dangerfield. Nobody talks about Brandon Ayuk as one of the top receivers in the league, but trust me, he is. And then uh, it, the, the running backs, come on, Christian McCaffrey, he's leading the darn league in rushing and scrimmage yards. And Swift and, is top five. DeAndre Swift. Hey. Yeah, hey, he's he's that was a good acquisition too. Yeah, that was terrific. And then it comes down to the quarterback. Obviously, um, obviously, Jalen's got more experience. He's got more athleticism. Um, but Brock Purdy's got better numbers. He's got he's got he's got MVP numbers. They both have MVP numbers. Yeah. If, you know, if they're both not on that list for MVP, it's top four or five, and then something's wrong. All right, voting. before you before you make your decision about best offense, I will submit this one thing. Eagles offensive line went together and healthy 49ers offensive line. Hey, the left side, Trent Williams. Okay. But right. Okay. Side, what do you mean, okay. He's well, going in the hall of fame too. Great. Can't, great. Yes. yes, yes. Are a row, John. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, okay. But the right side, huh? So, huh. so if there was any weakness out of both offenses before I, you present your uh, decision, I just wanted to present my case. I think that's where the difference is. Also, maybe quarterback, but the, the right side of the 49ers offensive line, I think you can get after it. Okay. Okay. So, so who's got the better offense? You know what I'm going to say? The tiebreaker is, since we're getting all philosophical around here, is uh, it would be the, the Niners because I love, love, love the play calling and the game planning. Um, Kyle Shanahan, to utilize those weapons, you know, He's like a maestro. He's got, he's got, a, he's got all, uh, everything he needs, but man, <laughs> they got receivers open all over the place. And that I'm telling you, write this down right now. That's going to be a storyline in this, in this game is if the, if the pass defense of the Eagles can hold up against the passing game and play action passing game of the Niners, because Kyle can game plan you and he can play call you like nobody else. And he has wide open guys. I mean, they're, they're uh, yards of separation, but with each catch is better than everybody's. Why? Because they're open. And it's, it's not because, you know, Brandon Ayuk is Jerry Rice. He's a heck of a player, but, but the schemes and the, and the, the, uh, just the, uh, creativity and you know is, is really outstanding and that's not it's not because he just lives close to me right over here and we hang out no it's because when i watch i go wow this offense is pretty darn cool to watch now now i love i i came from like in height don't make me pull out my high school pictures of Izzo and i playing right look at this hang on a minute the tom Izzo. yeah so yeah so right here so there's Izzo, and he's and he's and he's pass blocking for me and i he's either running back right Wow. And I'm throwing a ball and he's pass blocking. I don't know what he's doing behind me. He's probably afraid to hit somebody. But um, we ran the wishbone. We ran the wishbone offense, okay, in high school. Then I go to college and I run the Houston Beer. So I'm an option guy. I love that dual threat quarterback stuff, you know, and I like the uh, – the RPOs and I like the zone read stuff and I like all the creativity that they're they're having with these quarterbacks that can run the ball. So I love to watch the Eagles style of play on offense because it just gets my it just it gets my gets me going, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It got you going. You took a, a picture off the wall. That's how fired up you are. I love it. Um let, let me ask you this about that. When you compared the offenses, Mooch, um, I think they're so evenly matched, but I know Brock Purdy can move. He can get out of the way, but he can't run 
like Jalen can. So is that a difference? I know you said the 49ers maybe have the better offense. Is that the X factor, though? We saw him run it in for that touchdown against the Bills. He's not the same runner as Jalen. We know that. Captain Obvious. But here's the thing. In at the combine, the guy, the guy, you know, he gets, he goes to the combine. You're talking Brock Purdy, right? Huh? Brock Purdy, you're talking. Brock Purdy. Kurt Warner didn't even get invited to the damn combine. So I measured his hands on air last week and just to make sure, (laughs) you know, because he had never gotten his hands measured. (laughs) 10 and 3 eighths hands. That's really big. It's one of the biggest in the league. Anyway, so, but a lot of people don't know about this, nor do they care. And they go, oh, Brock Purdy, he's just a guy that throws the ball, hands it off to Christian McCaffrey. You know what? He didn't run a great 40, but he had the best 10 split of all the quarterbacks his year in the combine. The best tense, but what do you say? So what? That means he's got some quickness. That means he's got some good short area quickness and avoidability and escapability. And so you'll watch when he plays that the kid is hard to sack. He he gets out of there when he should. He stays in there and takes a hit when he should. But he's got some good quickness. Every time he starts running, I go, there's that 10 split. There's that 10 split. He's quick and he can move. He can avoid. Okay. But he can't get freaky like Jalen Hurts told you. He doesn't get freaky. I didn't even know what that meant. But now I know what it means after watching for a couple of years, man. Yeah, he gets freaky, all right. Jalen Hurts in that great interview with you when he was coming out, he said he gets freaky, and you're like, freaky? Yeah, excuse me, freaky. <laughs> yeah, I never I love it. That I love it. That's it. All right, so so you're taking the Niners' offense by a little bit over Eagles. How about the defense? 49ers' defense against Eagles' defense. Who you taking? Who's got the better defense? Oh, come on. I mean, they're both good defenses, but the, the, the strength of the D- Eagles defense lies in the front seven and, and Darius Slay and Bradbury and uh, Bayard now. That was a good get. Um, good players, very excellent players, but but it's they've been giving up a lot of yards and they've been giving up some touchdowns and they don't get as many interceptions as I'd like to see them get. For as talented as they are, you know, their front seven will sack you. They will stop the run. They'll do those things and make it hard on you. And they rotate. They got the best defensive line. The, the Eagles probably have the best offensive line and defensive line in the league, right? So, so you're taking the Eagles defensive line over the Niners defensive line. Uh, they have more guys to rotate than the Niners do. That's why they went and got Chase Young. They need another guy. And, and Javon Hargrave's doing a good job for the Niners, right? That was terrific. But uh, the Niners' defense is unbelievable. I don't. I, I, we've talked about their Buckeye uh, bookends, but Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the league, and 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 Dre Greenlaw is no slouch either. And so they've just got a solid defense. Hard, hard, hard to move the football against them. Hey, celebrity cook Steve Martirano is bringing his Italian American cooking back home to Philly, where it started. Enjoy Martirano's prime at Rivers Casino and Steve's famous meatballs with Sunday gravy, prime steaks, and more. So make reservations for Martirano's prime on open table. I've been to the one in Fort Lauderdale. I'm glad it's back in Philly. I, I, I like this, but but here's the thing. You're taking the Niners offense and the Niners defense. Are you taking the Niners to win this you game? You told me I was from San Francisco. I mean, I'm right here. I, uh, you'll have to tune in on game day morning to see who I pick. Oh, what a tease. What a tease for NFL Network's game day morning with Steve Mariucci, 9 a.m. Okay, I, I I'm, think he's leaning towards San Francisco. You know this is airing in Philly. We love you in Philly. I know it. I know it. They're going to they're gonna boo me across the country for, for sure. <laughs> so I haven't who, picked yet. 
Who needs this game more, Mooch? I mean, the Eagles won the NFC title game against the Niners. They have the 10-1 and best record in football. Niners are, what, two games back? Okay. But the Eagles have the best conference record, 6-0. and Niners are 6-1. and Who needs this game more? Niners need it more. But... But I, I think I think it's more of a home field advantage for the Eagles to have the number one seed because old man winner shows up and that can be an advantage for the Eagles with the big grunts on both sides of the ball. If it turns into a cold and sloppy or snowy or rainy game, I think the guys, the better guys in the trenches, the Niners, you know, they're from San Francisco. They're probably going to travel in shorts and flip flops and they go on out there. It's nice out today. It's 69 degrees and sunny and they're practicing. Hey, everything's cool. But you know, if you have to play a late game or a playoff game in inclement weather, that's an advantage home team. I, I I've always believe that I, I maybe I was brainwashed when I coached in green Bay and Lambeau field would have a couple of games a year in the snow or below zero or whatever. We just felt it was an advantage. Completely agree. All right. Philly likes you again. All right. So uh, after the Niners lost and look, if, if we were in Philadelphia and we lost Jalen hurts for the game, Eagles fans would be very upset. So for, for them to lose Brock Purdy, that was huge. But I can't ever remember a team chirping, complaining, talking after a loss like that all offseason. Even the kicker, Robbie Gold, was kind of saying Jalen Hurts ain't the greatest passer. Then you had Debo Samuel saying James Bradbury is trash. Why? Why was there so much talking and chirping from the Niners all offseason after that? Well, I know that. How would I know that, John? I mean, uh, Robbie Gold's not even with him anymore. They went yeah. and drafted a kid from Michigan kicker. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know, sour grapes, whatever. One of those games that that happened that shouldn't have happened when there's really no quarterbacks left to play in a championship game. That was awful. Um, that I'm glad we have the third quarterback rule now because that's necessary, right? The whole world was watching this game, and then the backup quarterback Josh Johnson gets a concussion, and here goes here goes uh, here goes Purdy back in the game, and he can't throw a ball. It's third and eighteen; he can't throw a ball. It's like this is a waste of our time. To watch this game, and so so I, I love what the league has done to mandate a third quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't like chirping by anybody, quite frankly. So um, I know it goes on once in a while, and. Uh, if you're a chirper, shame on you. Um, but uh, you got to play the game now, right? So it's, you talk with your pads kind of deal. Yeah. So so your experience as, as a great NFL head coach, yeah. the Eagles are the best team in football. And they're 10-1, and one, they're at home, and they are three-point underdogs to the Niners. And look, Nick Sirianni said it. He said, hey, Philly knows all about underdogs, Rocky, all of this. We're great as underdogs. When you were a head coach, and you were maybe a little disrespected with a betting line, underdogs. Would you use that as motivation? And do you think that will actually help the Eagles? You use anything you can, any billboard material, even if it's almost true. I mean, you just kind of whatever <laughs> you can do to get your guys riled up for like a little bit. You, you let's go because uh, it's a, it's a, it's an emotional game. Right. And, and, when you have 53 guys in a room, of course, they don't all suit up. When, when most of them suit up, um, each guy gets motivated differently. Some are motivated for the stardom or the money or pride for the family or they got revenge or they got whatever the reason is. Right. 
I want a ring, whatever the reason is. You try to push different buttons during the week. And yeah, there's a routine to what you do. But boy, if there's something that's been said or put out there by the media, like, uh, or, or Vegas, or three-point underdog, disrespect. I mean, you know, you know, you just use whatever you can, man. <laughs> yeah, so so to me, it seems like there's there's some of these little things that kind of the Eagles saw the Niners complain. And, you know, in Philly, some people have called them the whiners. Um, sure. So, you know, they see that, then they're underdogs. I mean, that is a lot that they can use, right? I know, but you're, you know, you know, you're, you're talking about a kicker that's not even on the team anymore. Come on. Well, but Debo, Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, there were other guys that said Christian, I, that surprised me. What did Christian McCaffrey say? He doesn't say, he doesn't say anything. What does he, what did he say? I, I, I can't exactly remember. I think he, you know what? he was good. I think he was supposed to be the third quarterback. I think yeah. he was supposed to be the next guy in. Cause he does everything. I mean, he sells popcorn, right? I mean, he does everything, but he, but he's, he's on the sideline getting a, like a massager on his calf. He can't even walk straight. And he goes, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I, I had heard he, I had heard he didn't even participate in the walk through the day before. Like he was really banged yeah. up with that. He calf. was really banged up. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a couple of final questions. If you got the time, NFL game day mornings, 9 a.m. on NFL Network. Um, we've seen the Eagles, as we said, best team in football, 10 and one. They've been squeaking out some of these games, four straight games, trailing at halftime by double digits. They come back and win. Some people say, well, they don't have the point differential. They're not right. winning, sometimes winning ugly. Does that right. matter or is it all about winning the game? Guy named Bill Parcell said what? You are what your record says you are. And and to win ugly games over and over again, God bless you. You know, whatever it takes to go find home field advantage. Yeah, they're not beating down teams quite like they did a year ago. Uh, we had a discussion. And here's the topic. What, what Eagles team was more impressive? I think the word was impressive or, yeah, 2022 or 2023. Same record. And, and and I said 22. I said 22 because didn't have all these close games. There, were, there was more convincing wins. But the thing about 22 was it was the year last year where Jalen Hurts led the NFL in passer rating from the pocket. From the pocket. And that's dual threat quarterbacks are not supposed to be great from the pocket. That's supposed to be the concern. That's supposed to be the thing that keeps them from being whatever. And he led the league last year. Now he's got about a hundred passer rating now this year or something, uh, which is very good, but last year was off the charts. So that was one difference. Um, he came, he came out of the, the, the blue and boom, it, it showed us greatness. And then uh, the, the other difference is, like I mentioned earlier, the past defense and and has been vulnerable at times. Let's 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 call it like it is. And so, with some really good players back there. So, but I I, I got a feeling uh, the longer Kevin Byard is back there and communicating with everybody that they're going to get some things worked out. Um, but anyway, they I thought they were a little bit better in the back end last year. Yeah, and do you think that these games, you know, Eagles, Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, Niners have some big games. Do you think that this could, this stretch could determine the MVP? Because you talked about Jalen and Brock. Yeah, don't 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 leave out Christian McCaffrey. Who's the last running back that won it? Uh, Adrian Peterson. Mm. You know, if you get over two thousand scrimmage yards, now you're in that conversation, and he's going to do that. It looks like. Um, 
you know, and then Patrick Mahomes, the incumbent, to I him, mean, you know, is he's not having the same kind of year, but he's he's certainly capable of throwing five touchdowns on you in a hurry, yeah. right? And so it's going to be fun. Yeah, this next stretch, Eagles have a tough schedule, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Niners, you know, after this game, they play the Ravens on Christmas. That's a nice Christmas present. What do you get? I I got Lamar coming to town, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, they got a little bit easier path. So if if the Eagles can win this one, it would uh, it would be huge for their number one position because if they if the Niners get this, all bets are off, man. I mean, because uh, the Eagles going back into Dallas, Dallas Dallas statistically outplayed the Eagles last time. You know that, and and so going back over there to Jerry World, that's going to be a tough win uh, for the Eagles. You're exactly right. And the thing that makes it tougher too is the Cowboys, just like the Niners here, will also have a week and a half of rest because mm-hmm. they're playing yeah, tonight, right. you know? So, so the Cowboys are going to have that extra rest uh, before okay. I let you one go. Other thing, one other thing, John, I mean, the Cowboys showed up over here at Levi stadium. What happened? 42 to 10. Yeah. It, it, it was not even a game. Cowboys and haven't so, beaten a winning team. I'm an opponent. So you start looking at that. It's like, Ooh, these Niners, they stack up pretty well. Yeah. This is such a huge game. I mean, yeah. you, game of the year, right? Yep. So far to date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you a question because I know, did you ever get to talk to Nick Sirianni yet or meet him? I know you wanted to. We you know we're going to have a big uh, pastrami sandwich one of these days. Okay. All right. And we will do that. Next time you talk to him, tell him we got to have a little lunch date or something. Or I maybe will. happy hour or something. I will. And, and, and when you watch him, I, I know you're emotional. I love how emotional you are. And Nick Sirianni, after the Chiefs game, our cameras caught him. Sorry, we had to put it out there. But a lot of people said, look at this head coach. He's coming off the field. He's yelling at the Chiefs fans. See ya. And he, it, I thought it was funny. But some people say, you know what? That is not professional for a head coach. And he has talked about it. He, he gets that emotion. His dad was a coach. He's Italian. Are you okay with that? Yeah, there I love go. his emotion. He's a good guy. He's not, he's not a he's he's not a guy that that means to be disrespectful or anything. I what really what tell you what I really love. I mean, a lot a lot of what he does I love. But uh for the Super Bowl, when they had the camera on his face during the national anthem and, and the tears were coming down. That was awesome. That was great. Yeah. So so what is wrong with showing emotion? That's what I'm asking. If, if you don't have emotion, now some guys don't show it, okay? You'll see guys like Jalen Hurts. Boy, he's steady. He's steady, but he's emotional inside now. He knows when to turn it on and turn it off, right? Some guys show it, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it, as long as it's directed in the right way, you know? And you even saw during the Super Bowl where Nick was fired up about something and Jalen was standing there stoic, like, calm down, coach. Like, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, you got a type A and type B personalities. I mean, everybody's a little different, right? Yeah. Did it surprise yeah. you at all when you were yeah, watching? Yeah, Jalen, he gets freaky. He can say, I get freaky, but then he can just like, mm, yeah. Like yeah. So, were you surprised Eagles Bills when, when you have Jake Elliott making that 59-yarder in the wind and yeah. rain and you see Jalen, Jalen's just like, shaking his head because he was upset the offense came off the field. I know he's wired that way. Yeah. He wanted to, he wanted to keep going. Yeah. But that, that game was one for the ages. We'll be seeing that one replayed a few times. I think you still talk to Jalen text him. Yeah. We text now and then. Yeah. That's great. 
I, I try not to bother people, uh, coaches and players uh, much because, you know, they, they're so darn busy and focused. So every now and then I'll give a quick text, say, hey, great job or something like that. I don't, yeah. I don't expect a back and forth for an hour, no, you know. Well, if the Eagles win this one and Cowboys and Seahawks, then they're going to face Tommy DeVito. And and people were trying to ask what the definition of this is. What is this when he does it? DeVito, I don't know what it means. That's just what you do. It's not, it's, it doesn't mean anything. It just, it's just that, you know, it's just a thing. It's it's undefinable. I love it. Um, we should look that up. I, I'm going to Google it when I, when I get off of this Zoom. And what does this mean? How do I, how do I ask Siri that? I'm sure it's on TikTok and all that, but Tommy DeVito, he's big in New York now. Huge in New York. Um, Hey, we appreciate it. We appreciate the time with you because we always love it. And uh, it's four straight years. I mean, if Niners play again. So if they they, uh, play again next year, are we doing this again? Let's do it. I I would love to. Okay. All right. And and, and NFC title game actually next month or in a month and a half. Well, you you want me back on in a month, huh? If, if, if Eagles if the Eagles play the Niners again, you down? Um, yeah, whatever that means, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get freaky again, Mooch. All right, man, thanks for having me on, John. We'll see you Sunday mornings, NFL Network, yeah. game day mornings. Thanks for your time. All right, you bet. Anytime. See you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.